growing up in a world long before there was the internet, cordless phones, even cell phones, your entertainment choices were quite limited, to say the least. Now, there were movies and television, but let's remember that cable TV really only appeared in the 1980s, and recording a TV show was not a simple thing to do, to program a video cassette recorder. For those people who don't know what a VCR was, it was like an act of putting a man on the moon. So if you wanted to watch something, and this is instructional for the pre-1995 cohort, your weekend newspaper came with a printed guide called a TV guide. And you'd make a note and mark the evening that you wanted to watch something, and then you would have to revolve your entire evening to make sure you were sitting down in front of the TV set. With those limited choices, you would have to turn to other things. Yes to being outdoors, and my mother's warning still rings in my ears, make sure you're home before the streetlights come on. But books were an enormous source of comfort and interest to me. This included comics. And on Sundays, my grandmother would take me to the small convenience store around the corner, and I'd buy a Spider-Man, my favorite, or a Batman. But on one of those days, I saw a comic book titled The Mighty Samson, and I bought it. Of course, I knew the story of Samson, called in Hebrew Shimshon, from my studies at school. It's also the Haftorah from this morning. But somehow seeing it outside the classroom, removed from my religious text and in a comic with Samson bulging with muscles and big wavy hair, made it feel anew and something I wanted to know again. And ever since, the character of Shimshon of Samson has held a special place in my imagination. I don't know if it is because that the comic book gave him superhero treatment or maybe the miraculous strength that he had, or maybe the improbable battle that he waged against his people's fiercest enemy? Maybe the answer is yes to all the above. But let's take a moment to remember, in large, brief strokes, Samson's story. Born under special circumstances, the parents who struggled to conceive, he was given over to a special devotional religious order known as the Nazarites, as an act of gratitude to God for having him conceived. The laws governing the Nazarites that were read this morning were rigid and specific. They were not allowed to drink wine or alcohol. They were not allowed to shave or cut their hair. Samson Shimshon would discover as long as he observed these rites and rituals of the Nazarites, like not cutting his hair, he was blessed with supernatural physical strength. A strength that would amaze him and inspire his people. As he matured, Israel's most hated enemy, the Philistines, from whom Goliath would eventually come from, they began to emerge. They marauded and murdered and plundered, threatening to plunge the life of the children of Israel into utter chaos. The Philistines were a nail in the side of the Jews. At a Samson, as Shimshon grows into his strength, the people imagined that he was the hammer that they needed against that nail. In a moment of maximum danger, the mighty Samson arrives to rescue his people, and you would think in that moment that he was the answer to their problem. But he will discover what was missing all along, 
was not a question of strength, which is true for us too. You don't need to be a superhero, superhero to see what we have might not be who or what we need to be. Because the characteristics that are highly connected both to both academic and professional success, like commitment to work, attention to detail, the ability to manage time and people, are traits that will make you an excellent student and good employees and productive workers. But too much of that will make you someone impossible to live with. Because making lists and demanding better effort and devotion to goals over friendship and pleasure go well with work, but it is a recipe for disaster in your emotional lives. Simply said, any good characteristic in great abundance, be it competitiveness, strength, kindness, beauty, will result in undesirable things happening to you. Human life is a tale told over and over again of people thinking they know what will make them happy only to find out how wrong we were. The job I wanted, the friends I needed, the car that I saved for, the schools that I dreamed my children would go to, all in the end to discover that what we think we needed becomes our problem. The paradox of what we don't know plays itself over and over again in life. Too much good is always bad. But the Torah is not just a book that tells stories. With each of our heroes, we find a person who eventually is torn down, leaving us learning not from their successes, but from their failures. Because more than success and more than power, it is failure that will teach you and me the lessons of life. The Samson that we discover in the Torah is a man of brute strength, but the Torah shows him to be a man of provocative intelligence. That he was not only blessed with the power of the body, but also of the mind. In one telling exchange, we hear him challenging people with the spinning of riddles. He offers the following question to those gathered around him at his wedding feast. Let me propose to you a riddle, Samson says. And if you can give me the right answer, I will give you 30 linen tunics and 30 sets of clothing. Out of the eater came something to eat. And out of the strong came something sweet. None of the guests can figure out what strong becomes sweet is. But that's only because they don't know the end of the story. We do. Because to look carefully at the words of the riddle leads us to discover another layer. What we translate as out of the strong came something sweet could easily be read as out of the challenging comes something sweet. Out of Samson's own mouth comes the prediction of what will explain his life and render his story enduring, tragic, and fatal. His hair now cut, shorn, his strength emptied from his body, captured and beaten by the hated Philistines, he knows now his end is near. Because the final scene is when a chained and blinded Samson pulls the pillars of the Philistine palace down on himself and on his enemies, reveals the enormous pain, but a moment of redemption. In those final seconds, Samson realizes 
what was missing in his life all along. And it wasn't strength or beauty or intelligence. He had all of those. But what he needed most was wisdom. The kind of wisdom which could have guided him wisely in using his strength and power and beauty. The Israelites can then gather and march into the ruined palace to retrieve his body because both his remains and his story would not be left behind. And Samson's death was tragic, but not in vain. This is a story worth hearing over and over again, not because of his comic book strength, but because of what he learned when he lost his strength. It is the lesson of what real power is, not of our hands, but the power of your heart. Not the power to bend steel, but the power to bend your soul, which is always a slow, difficult, sometimes painful journey that if you are brave and wise enough, it will bring you to where you most want to be, better and human. Shabbat Shalom.